0: So what now for Afghanistan? I'm back. For those of you who have been following me for a number of years, you know that I took a fairly extensive vacation slash regeneration beginning in the middle of July. I told you I would be taking some time to do some other things, to get a Away a little bit from the pace of producing podcasts and blogs and in all honesty i did find uh, it was a bit too much so i stepped back for a bit i got a lot of good feedback from many of you who wished me well and hoped that i would in fact return and i did think about it very deeply and i have decided to come back albeit with a few changes I won't be nearly as active as I once was with respect to the podcast and the blog, so you'll see a little less material from me going forward. I'm hoping you'll find it equally of interest, equally of high quality, and equally filled with information that can help you think about what to think about when it comes to things like terrorism and national security. The other thing I've decided to do going forward is that i have no intention of calling out people critically i don't want to engage in in a in a he said she said battle i won't be responding to those who criticize me and i won't be criticizing those whose positions uh, i disagree with i'm just going to be open and honest with you like i think i've always tried to do and to give you a sense as to what i think about things and Welcome your feedback. You've been very generous in the past with your feedback and I look forward to engaging with you on these conversations in the months to follow. Feels good to be back guys. I have to admit I did miss it to a certain extent. You know there's one thing that I've learned a lot since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, i.e. very very young, was that people and things really don't tend to change that much over time. We are who we are. That's Whatever it is that makes us us is something that is partly nurture it's partly nature. And I think that the people that we become, the beliefs we have, the habits we have, do not tend to alter significantly over time. And this, of course, does not mean we can't change at all. You know, People can make decisions with respect to their health. They can stop smoking or take up exercise or they can try to be nicer to people, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. But it seems to me, and I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a scientist, that there's some kind of a core element there that defines us. So Phil Gursky is this. Not quite sure what that this is. I think I'm still learning as I'm entering my uh, B61 in December. I think that I am still trying to figure out who I am. But there are some fundamental elements to me that are simply not going to change significantly over time. And why am I bringing this up? Well, this is being recorded on the 19th of August. It's a couple of days after the uh, renewed fall of Afghanistan to the Taliban. I was old enough to remember when Afghanistan fell the last time to the Soviet Union back in 1979. And then the Soviet Union lost to Al-Qaeda and their allies, including us here in the West, by the late 1980s. And eventually the Taliban took over, and of course they lasted until 9-11, when Al-Qaeda, which had a basis in Afghanistan, bombed New York and Washington with those airplanes, which led to the so-called war on terrorism, American military involvement, along with NATO allies, including Canada. And now the Biden administration has finally decided enough's enough and pulled out the last American troops. And surprise, surprise, the Taliban took over in a heartbeat. What I find curious and, and somewhat mystifying was a lot of analysis that I'd be reading in the lead up to uh, the American decision to withdraw that the Afghan government and the Afghan army would hold out for at least six months, if not longer. And it looked like they held out for a total of six minutes. I'm being a little bit facetious here. But the Taliban, in fact, have taken over the whole country in a whirlwind after the Americans finally left. And as a consequence, over the past couple of days, I'm sure you've seen it as well, every single news source in the known universe has op-ed pieces and analyses about what this means for Afghanistan. Are we going to see a return to the kind of Taliban rule we saw in the 90s? Girls couldn't go to school, women couldn't go to work, and so-called enemies of the state were executed publicly where we're going to see the Taliban open, open its arms uh, again to terrorist groups, as it is did to, to the Al-Qaeda, and they lead up to 9-11. And would Afghanistan simply so go back to what it was before, which may in fact lead to more terrorism, which at some point would lead to a decision by us, i.e. the West and, and our allies writ large, to go back into Afghanistan yet again to deal with terrorists. Then there are those that, well, the Taliban have changed. They're not the same Taliban they were in 94. They're not the same Taliban they were on 9-11. And they're somehow open to more ideas, or they're not as harsh or vindictive or cruel as they were back then. They've changed. They've altered their, their views on things. So much so that the previous Trump administration actually entered into peace negotiations with the Taliban, sometimes without the knowledge or participation of the actual legitimate Afghan government of President Ghani. I haven't really read uh, a lot of these analyses, to be perfectly honest. Uh, They're more than you can shake a stick at. I'm sure some are very, very good. But to me, um, in the absence of any really good information to the contrary, why wouldn't our working assumption be that Afghanistan under the Taliban in August of 2021 will be the exact same as Afghanistan under the Taliban in 1994? or 96, or 98, or 2001. What is it that I don't seem to to realize about the Taliban that suggests they're going to act otherwise? They're going to be nicer. They're going to be less violent. They're going to be less conservative. They're going to be more open-minded about differences of opinion. Now, I'm not a Taliban specialist. I know a little bit about them. I know more about terrorist groups than I did about the Taliban. By the way, the Taliban is a terrorist group. Or maybe group's the wrong word. The Taliban is a terrorist mentality. And I've never accepted people calling them militants or soldiers or these insurgents, these terms that get thrown about with reference to terrorists. Terrorists are terrorists, as far as I'm concerned. It seems to me that a smarter way to look at this would go on the assumption that the Afghanistan now again under Taliban rule will be very similar to the Afghanistan as it was under the initial Taliban rule. Girls won't go to school, women won't go to work, Shia Muslims will suffer because according to the Sunni Islamist extremists, they're not real Muslims, they don't deserve to live, And the Taliban will open doors to groups like al-Qaeda, which, by the way, never left. Al-Qaeda's still been there. They've been there for over 40 years. There's an Islamic State equivalent that may or may not get along with the Taliban. And there's dozens of other Sunni Islamist groups in the area that have received the support and or seen Afghanistan as a haven now for decades. And I don't see any reason, any confidence that this is going to be any different this time around. The big question is is that what does that mean? Do we get a buildup of terrorist organizations, planning and training that would culminate in a 9/11, you know part two? We're, we're less than a month away from the 20th anniversary of 9/11. Are we going to see something analogous to that in the years to come? I don't know, as I've t- said to my listeners and my readers on many occasions, I don't own a crystal ball. I have no idea. But I do think that it is. there's a strong possibility that terrorist groups will in fact be free to do what they've been doing for decades in Afghanistan, in parts of other parts of Asia, in parts of Africa. And that is to recruit and to train and to carry out attacks both locally, more rarely regionally, and once in a generation, internationally on the scale of 9-11. And yes, the terrorist groups in Afghanistan will inspire people to follow in their footsteps. And they will inspire foreigners, including Canadians, to travel to Afghanistan to learn from the masters. In the same way that hundreds of Canadians in the past have traveled to Iraq and Syria to join ISIS in 2014. And to Somalia to join Al-Shabaab in the 2010s. And going back to the 1980s to join the Al-Qaeda, the initial fight against the Soviets, and then when, and then when the Taliban took over. That seems to me, if we're going to plan anything for the months and years to come, that should be our working assumption, which then entails, what do we do about it? And God forbid we see another attack on the scale of 9-11 or even on a smaller scale. Do we decide to go back in with a ton of military resources and do the same thing we did in the aftermath of September the 11th, 2001? I hope the answer to that is no. Because if there's one lesson that's to be learned over the past 20 years, it's that essentially, uh, I would not call it military occupation, but a large military presence did not lead to the definitive end, death, destruction, elimination, call it what you will, of Al-Qaeda and other, other groups in the area. As I wrote in my fourth book, An End to the War on Terrorism, if you're going to see the military as having a role in counterterrorism, which I believe it does have, It's got to be on the scale of special forces, operations like the one that finally got Bin Laden at Abbottabad in May of 2011, almost 10 years after the tragic events in New York and Washington. But sending tens of thousands of troops, it ain't worked historically, it ain't going to work, as far as I can tell, in the future. Now, full disclosure, I'm not a military historian. I'm not a military specialist. I don't know that we're going to see more terrorism in the years to come, coming out of Afghanistan. What I do know is that Afghanistan is not going to be a happy place going forward. I wouldn't want to be an Afghan citizen right now, wondering just how bad the Taliban are going to be this time. But if there's one lesson we should have learned in all of this, negotiating peace or whatever with a terrorist group is rarely a good idea. And I'm, for the record, I'm not saying the Americans should have stayed longer. I've seen some analysis that are accusing the Americans of cutting and running. I don't happen to, to abide by that. I think they were damned if they do and damned if they don't. We'll have to wait and see exactly what the future of Islamist terrorism looks like under renewed Taliban rule in Afghanistan. As I said, I'm not in the, in the business of predicting anything. I feel for the Afghan people. I do think the Canadian government, albeit we're in an election period right now, but I do think that the Canadian government has a duty to help uh, extricate Afghans who helped Canadian forces with interpretation and translation and guide skills. When Canadian forces were there from 2001, 2011, seems to me that the government's dragging its feet on that. I do think we have an obligation to help Afghans fleeing, especially women and girls, fleeing a regime that is is anti-deluvian in its misinterpretation of Islam. But beyond that, I don't know, guys. I guess we just have to wait and see. Anyhow, that's what I think about the situation in Afghanistan. What do you think about what's going to happen? The American, was the American move the correct one? Or was it a mistake? You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at Borealis Saves. You can also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like this content and want to get more, you can sign up at borealisthreatrisk.com. hit the subscribe button, Get all the podcasts, all the blogs, today in terrorism, as well as a link to my new book, The Peaceable Kingdom, A History of Terrorism in Canada, from Confederation to the Present. It's great to be back, guys. I look forward to talking to you soon. Until then, stay safe.